Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Mag Erad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, <laughs> Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on uh, Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. There you go. What was that? Yes. <laughs> See, Igor. Who was that? Igor was on I, it. I thought it was going to be a team effort, but I, 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 oh, I'm sorry. I was surprised. I was surprised. Sorry, I was half asleep over here. <laughs> it snuck up on you. Exactly. You weren't ready. All right, cool. It's so, hard to get up early and get here, isn't it? No. Mm-mm. It's what? hard to get up early and get here, isn't it? That was rhetorical, Eric. <laughs> oh, I wasn't here at seven. Ah, uh, yeah. But you were ish. Yes. Ish. He ish. said ish. <laughs> right. Seven-ish. He knows. Thanks, Aaron. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ron. I interrupted yeah. you. No, no, no. No, that's that's the way that goes. All right. So we've got Mr. Floor in studio now. And uh, the both of them, Igor and Aaron. And uh, appreciate you guys stopping by again. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, and, absolutely. And you brought in some show and tell stuff, dude. What's up with that? Well, we just wanted to talk about some uh, things that have been happening with the really, really cold weather. Yeah? So, yeah. You mean so, like the gaps in my floor right now? Well, we weren't going to talk about that, but if you really want us to talk about your gaps again. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, oh, so that is, what, what, what do you got there? Okay, so this is a piece of engineered floor. Okay. So in the winter, engineered floor goes through some issues if it gets very, very dry. Uh-huh. And very, very cold. Okay. Oh, okay. really? So in a high-rise building, anything that has concrete subfloor where you have an engineered floor, some people will walk in if there's an issue there and see what almost looks like water damage, but mm-hmm. it isn't water damage. Okay. Okay. It's actually a phenomenon called dry cupping. Uh-huh. Have you heard of dry cupping? Uh-huh. You have? Uh-huh. Okay. So dry cupping and water-damaged cupping look identical, but they're not identical, okay? And they're caused by completely opposite things. Doesn't one cup one way and uh, the other cups the other way? No. Okay. All right. I thought one, like, curved like this. You That's, know, crowning. That's crowning. crowning. Yeah. And then the other one cupped like that because the, 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 the bottom expanded out. Correct. Even because it got wet. So the ba- bottom expanded faster <laughs> than the top of the board, and that way created a cup. That's with water damage. Sure. So then with dry cupping... Yes. I thought the same thing, expanded on the bottom, 
So, or, but it expanded on the top faster than the bottom because it dried out and it went like that that way. Dried out on the top. Yeah. So yeah. both both no extra top. moisture on the bottom, just dried out on the top. That's so that's exactly right. right. That's okay, exactly right. So both are an imbalance. And uh, what right. what 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 happens with dry cupping? Interestingly enough, is the, as Rich just pointed out, the, the top layer actually dries out faster than the bottom layer, causing it to curl upward like it's cupping. Oh, got it, got so it. So okay. it's referred to as dry cupping, and it's typically associated with a very dry, hot environment. Cold. Such, or, or, I'm sorry, cold environment, uh, such as a winter, mm-hmm. right? So you have heat, dry heat, coming across your floor, drying out that top surface. The bottom is still stable. The heat hasn't gotten to that. And so the, the, the top will actually dry out. The bottom still, still remains fairly moist or consistent, mm-hmm. and it literally cups. It looks like you've got a leak somewhere. And Got so it. our phone rings, hey, guys, there's something going on with my floor. We come out, and there's no leak anywhere. And what, in fact, is happening is basically dry cupping effect. Dry cupping effect. All right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the nice thing about it is is it's temporary. So as your environment changes and um, gets back to normal, the floor actually will settle back down. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing really to do with it except for, um, Put the couch there. No. Wait it out. <laughs> it, it, it's a matter of waiting it out, and um, I think I lost you. Okay, no. it's a matter of waiting it out, and also um, adjusting the environment to be within the correct environmental um, conditions. So you can adjust. Uh, you need to raise the humidifier. Right. That that's what it is. It's really just it, it's a it's it's a symptom of a dry environment. So if you see your floors cupping in the winter time, which is really counterintuitive, right? I mean, it right. shouldn't be cupping in the winter, but if it's cupping in the winter, what you're basically experiencing is a very dry environment, and it just means you need to raise the relative humidity in your home, which in some cases is is, is easier said than done, mm-hmm. because you can crank that humidifier, and if it's negative 40 below, you know, and, and that heat is pumping, and the humidity is just getting completely wiped out, because the, the you know, the, the heater's just on nonstop 24-7, you may not be able to get above 30%, which is really where we need you to be, in order for your floor to remain flat. So at all times, what's that relative humidity you want in the house then for your wood floors? So minimum of 30. Okay. Uh, and a maximum of 50. So 30 to 50 relative humidity is is really the Ideal. sweet spot. Why yeah. is humidity relative? <laughs> Should we get... <laughs> <laughs> what? The humidity in my house is 30%. Why is it the relative humidity in my house is 30%? Why not just the humidity in my Maybe house Maybe Rich can chime in. Rich? <laughs> Rich? Because if you have a sling hydrometer, then you can test it, and it's relative because it's based on the amount of moisture that the air is capable of, the amount of moisture the air and the temperature are capable of carrying. So cold air does not carry moisture. As much as warmer. So they go to relative humidity. So it's relative to the temperature in the room or relative to the temperature outside. Right. Right. Thank you. I still think it should just be the humidity in your room, not the relative. She doesn't Sorry. like relatives. No. <laughs> if Did something happen? when it's raining outside, it's a hundred percent humidity. Yep. But the relative humidity, because it's raining outside, might be seventy percent in your house because you got air conditioning running or whatever. Right. So you're only going to have the relative humidity. So yeah, humidity is always measured in relative terms, relative to what may be happening outside or inside other those parameters. sorts of things, right? It's relative to other parameters within the the environment that you're standing. Right. So for example, there's another uh, 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 measurement that we take. It's called moisture content. 
So moisture content is also related and is, is sort of relative to relative humidity, and that is when the relative humidity goes up and down, the moisture content in the floor can actually fluctuate. So if we took a pin meter and we stuck it into this piece of wood and it's a very, very dry environment, the moisture content in that wood is actually going to drop as well as that as that piece of wood releases that moisture into the into the atmosphere or into the room. So it's an interesting phenomenon. All right. Uh, we got a couple phone calls for you guys, so let's go to line three. Who's on three there first? Fresh meat? Is that we got? Is we that got, Bob? Yes, we got Bob from Downers Grove. He's got a okay. question on wooden floors. Hey, Bob, thanks for hanging on. You got a question for Mr. Floor? Yes, I'm looking for some assistance. We created our own problem last week. Um, my wife had dyed her hair and was going from the laundry room to the timer on the microwave uh-huh. and she was dripping wasn't for she? about a 15 foot stretch mm. there's these dye drips <laughs> hey bob <laughs> bob I, if you're i don't know if you're watching on facebook they all you had to do was say my wife was dying their hair and you looked at both these guys and their heads started <laughs> nodding going yeah uh-huh. we've seen it yep. <laughs> unfortunately we hear it a lot bob <laughs> So, uh, because well, I've not seen this before. Yeah. So, how how does he deal with this now? What kind of a floor do you have? Uh, it's a hardwood floor. Um, and what what color is your hardwood floor? It's a oak, a golden oak. What color is it now that your wife? Yeah. What color it? was her hair? <laughs> Leopard. Uh, dark brown. Okay. Dark brown. A very visible spot that are like quarter inch to a half inch, about 30 of them that run this 15 foot area, which is like the main travel part. It's not like a corner that I could just kind of cover it up. Right. It's like in the main travel part of the kitchen. Buy a rug. <laughs> yeah, one gentleman is nodding like, yep, I understand. The other gentleman is like, oh, this ain't good. Yeah. Well, you know you know what it is? So so hair dye has, uh, I don't know if it's alcohol or acetone based sometimes. I mean, it has very, very harsh chemicals in it. So it's not even the dye itself that's going to sort of leave the mark. It's the fact that the the compound, whatever is, is, is within that, uh, that hair dye, it's actually going to eat the finish. So even if we can wow. extract the dye yeah. somehow, it's going to leave a dull spot where it dripped. Um, we see that with bleach. We see it with uh, you know a variety of different things that can be spilled on the floor. So. Excellent. All right. Hey, Bob, Hold we got we got to take a break, buddy. I appreciate the phone call. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. All right. We'll be back with more right after this. Mr. Flores joining us. Uh, if you got a question, give us a call. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return.
right, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. You will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. Dot com. For sure. All right, let's get back to Bob's uh, question here. Uh, And uh, we got Mr. Floor in here, Aaron and Igor. So Bob said something about his wife dripped... Hair the dye. dye on it. Okay, so now you're, you've said it's stained and cut through the finish. Most likely, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now what does he do? Does he have to sand and refinish the whole floor? Potentially, yeah. I mean, it depends on the format of his floor. So if he has the traditional wood floor, which was sanded in place, and he has uh, side-applied finishes to it, there may not be a way to do local little touch-ups because all you're going to do is just make it you know, worse or, or you know, may, may not make it much better. So in most cases, that's a, that's a potential refinishing of the entire surface. Got it. So literally wall to wall and continuous. If it's down the hall, the entire hall gets done. If, it, you know, that hall empties into the, you know, master bedroom and it's all continuous without any stopping points, then conceivably you're doing, you know, into that room as well. I mean, is it, are you going to sand and finish on an individual board? You really can't do it because then you can't blend that board in with the rest of the floor. So the rest of the floor is oxidized. It's probably changed color. Now you're going to have a brand new board. I mean, it's just, it's, it's sort of like, it's all interconnected and you can't really, it's kind of like painting a little spot on a wall. I mean, you'll more or less always see it. Right. Unless you paint the entire wall. Like flashes and you can. Exactly. That's exactly right. Right. You can control the color. You can't control the sheen. So, and that's, that's the biggest challenge. Now, if the other thing is, is if that dye actually has absorbed through that wood, it may not even sand out. You may actually have to take a step further and replace boards. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he does have a pre-finished floor or a factory finished floor, there's a potential if he has additional boards that you can actually pluck out the individual boards and just replace those. So it yeah. depends on the format. Right. Okay. Hey, Rich. Yes, sir. Uh, on the Twitter. I, I got this at Mighty House. Rich is really much smarter than the rest of us, isn't he? Hashtag relative humidity. <laughs> Except he doesn't know how to use Twitter. <laughs> I get confused every time I go to our Twitter account. <laughs> so I uh, just I figured I'd point that out because we don't get a lot of stuff on the Twitter, but uh, that uh, when when people post stuff up there, I got to read it. So absolutely, that's a nice compliment. Yeah. yeah. When people say they have a hardwood floor, and you guys say hardwood floor, are there ever softwood floors? Sure, sure. Oh, I thought that you were going to say yeah. no. For example, have a pine, soft- pine, yeah. Douglas fir. We're doing a project right now in Carpentersville. Yeah. Okay. This this is a probably a hundred and fifteen year old house in Carpentersville, and it has original Douglas fir flooring. That is um, that was, awesome, and it's that was beautiful. The common flooring, and then because maple and oak were upgrades. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this this and, and, and the entire upstairs is uh, Douglas fir. Downstairs is inch and a half um, wide. The original, you know, real narrow plank uh, oak. And we're doing a bunch of repairs, and we're having to mill flooring in order to piece it all in because it's water damaged over there and missing over here and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. you know, we're we're in the process right now of of refinishing it, and it's coming out beautiful. This floor is going to look gorgeous when it's done. Now, how do you? I mean, I with oak. I think you can blend the new and the old. It, to me, it does. It, 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 you can sand it. Yeah. You, don't, you don't really. They don't jump out at you. Does yeah, fur do the same? How tight the growth rings are, yeah. or the grain right. in the dull Douglas fur is beautiful. See, Rich yeah. knows exactly where I'm yeah. going. So, yeah. how do you do that with today with the new growth lumber? How do you match up that fur, you know, and the different softer woods that really are just fast growth lumber today with a really dark stain. 
<laughs> really? Right. And with a lot of explanation that it's not going, not to, going match. to match. But no, that's a legitimate point you guys bring up. And, and that is, you know, with oak, old growth, new growth, we can kind of make it work still, right? We can, you know, we can sort of select the, the, the particular, you know, cut and, and, and kind of work with it. But like dug fir is very difficult to do because it looks so drastically different today versus 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. So the only option that we have is we, you know, we, we basically have to stain it dark and try to camouflage it that way. Well, I, I didn't know if you guys were going out looking for barnwood. In- we, we do, but it's very hard to find. Yeah. It's very yeah. difficult. And if you look at one of those old, old Douglas firs floors, you look at the length of the boards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find those lengths now. Yeah, so feet, I mean, fourteen feet. Yeah, yeah. You, you walk in and it's it's the whole room is one board, and you <laughs> you just try to explain to them. Listen, the trees aren't aren't there, right? Yeah. So you're gonna have a seam here. You're gonna have multiple boards to make up this length. It just it's it's not gonna look exactly the same as it did. Well, the other reason that they they had that length, those 12, 14 foot boards, and we see this in oak as well, is because they're trying to span across sleepers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So in today's construction with plywood, you know, we're nailing every six to eight inches. That's our that's our methodology now. Back then you were doing it every twelve to sixteen inches and those mm-hmm. boards would be ten to twelve, fourteen, sixteen feet long and they would just nail, 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 but they were spanning across all of those sleepers underneath. So that's the other reason that we sort of see that in older homes. I but, see it in I've seen it in Evanston multiple times. Right here with yeah. the Douglas. Oh, Evanston's yeah. full of it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Load loaded with those types of And floors. pine. Yeah. Yeah. So um is that it, obviously it takes a little more care to if you've got a fur or Douglas fir type of flooring because mm-hmm. it's it's going to wear faster. So at least the wood seems to it's softer. So right, mm-hmm. is there a different type of application that you guys are doing to that then? Uh, in terms of coatings or or coatings process? and yeah and and you know how do you keep the durability up? For that softer wood. Right. So one of the things that we do is we put it through a very specific sanding sequence. And we actually try to close the grain by using um, 100 grit, sometimes 120 grit sandpaper to really shut that grain down to make it as, 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 you know, as tight as we can. Because if we left it wide open with something like a 60 or an 80 grit, it wouldn't stand a chance at all. So... <laughs> You know, back back a couple hundred years ago where they were scraping floors, you know, before sanding equipment, they would literally scrape floors down with metal or glass in some mm-hmm. cases and really kind of close that grain up. We're trying to mimic that as much as we can with today's technology, but on, on specifically on softwoods. And, Robbie, you mentioned, you know, is there a difference between a hardwood? So, so Douglas fir, pine, we try to sand those to a, a very, you know, using a very fine sandpaper to actually really close that grain down and make it as tough and, and uh, dense as we can. Excellent. I thought you were going to say you can't use softwood because it would it, be no, ruined. Soft, softwood hardwood designation has little to do with how dense the wood is. Balsa wood is considered a hardwood. But it's really Which soft. is probably one of the silliest softwoods you could ever play with, right? But yeah. it's considered a hardwood. Right. So yeah. it has to do with the trees. One's deciduous and the other is... It, isn't it needles. the leaves versus the needles? The needles. And the, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a hardwood has leaves. Yeah. I mean, it's common practice to refer to dense wood species as hardwood because, right. you know, the, the connotation <clears throat> there is, you know, it's a hardwood, meaning we can use it for that application, like a wood floor or, you know, something like that. But Rich is absolutely right. I mean, if you go into the genus and the species and, you know, you get into all of that, you're going to wind up with needles and mm-hmm. and leaves <laughs> and, and, and haystacks right. and, <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. and everything else, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you, you have American cherry, you have walnut. Those are very soft hardwoods so. right <laughs> yeah i mean walnut for example is a beautiful floor it's gorgeous but i would never recommend it uh in an active home 
I mean, you put a, right. a beautiful walnut floor down for somebody and it gets destroyed in, in six months to a year because they have kids and dogs and, you know, they're playing field hockey or whatever in, in the living room and <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Yep. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So there's nothing really, if you have a, a softer wood on the floor, there's really nothing you can do to other than sanding it and hoping that the finish holds up, but it's still going to dent the same and right. all that. You're not, you're never going to strengthen that wood. No. There's really no way to strengthen it other than just shutting down the, you know, the grain structure as much as you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a lady comes in, you know, with stiletto high heels um, for, for sure denting. And we get those calls every single day. You get them with red oak also. It's, I mean, the stilettos are a whole different story. But I mean. <laughs> right, but they really do a job on walnut and Douglas yeah. fir and pine. If you have, and if you have a walnut floor, just don't walk on it. You'll be fine. That's what Rich was saying. He used to have that, but he had to stop wearing his stiletto heels. Yes. <laughs> Rich, instead of a five inch, you know, if you came down to like a two inch stiletto, you know, it would be a different yeah, story. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> 200 pound guy walking around in stilettos. You just like, you just like punch. It's like a nail punch. Right. Right. Well, you know, I'll give you another example. Forget the stiletto, right? Rich walks in with a little pebble in his shoe. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah. we've had clients call us with, Hey, my husband came home, you know, they've got a gravel driveway. You know, you walk up the gravel driveway, you walk into the home, right. you got all these little rocks stuck in your, in your, in your boots or whatever. You step on any wood floor. It's over. Yeah. There's no coating well, on the market. Talk, you know, like that's how I like the engineered floors because you know your wear layer could be three, four, five millimeter, and then it's a little more stable. But like you said, you can actually cut those out a little easier, and, right? You know, mm-hmm. Usually pre-finished. So, because we have that happen all the time now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we we had a call uh, just a couple days ago. We uh, a client right here in Evanston. Uh, we refinished her floor about a year ago. She called it and, and, and basically is saying, you know, your, your floors are failing. They're not holding up. They're, you know, the, the, what kind of, you know, what kind of job did you guys do? Right. And it turns out she's got two monstrous dogs that are just running around the, you know, the, the kitchen floor, gouges and scratches all over the floor. And, and in her mind, the floor is not holding up. I agree. Right. You know. I agree. So <laughs> what, there, what more can we do? It's not a matter of how many coatings, we, you know, how many coats we can apply, the strength of the coat. Durability in, in flooring is not measured on, you know, whether your dog scratches your floor or not. It's how long it takes that floor to wear out. But we can't control denting. We can't control impact, scratches. That's all a function of the wood itself. Can you control dry cupping? We can if the if, if, if the if the environment Relative is maintained. Humidity. There you go, Robbie. <laughs> but so, I agree. If I have a new floor and it gets scratched up right away from a dog, that's your problem. Well, it's, oh, no, it's the dog. No, it's the dog. Nobody's going to sell you something and warranty it, knowing it's going to fail. Not in their. So if you don't tell them that you have a Great Dane with that, you never get its nails trimmed. They're not going to know. Well, if you guys, but that in- was the problem. All the way, bamboo floor was all the rage a while back, and the only bamboo floor that's any use is what you put on the wall. Yeah, we agree. You can't walk <laughs> on bamboo. The only thing that was good was the twisted bamboo. Uh the the stranded stranded, stranded. bamboo. Yes. Stranded. Yep. But you mean the glue? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it, yeah. It, it's just layers of uh, rosin, right? With, right. Exactly. With, with, with grass. Little, in it. Exactly. They, they sprinkle in. some grass in there. Yep, that's yeah. exactly it. So, do you guys do that if you if you walk in and you see a horse? You know, and they, oh, yeah. in the and house walking around. Do you say, absolutely. We advised the client. Yeah. But in this, in this case, the example I gave, that was an existing floor. All we did was refinish it. That was her existing floor. Oh, wow. And, you know, and she, right. had, she had those same scratches before. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's hang on a second. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with these guys. Uh, 
with Mr. Floor. MrFloor.com for more information. Thanks, guys. Can you hang on? Absolutely. All right, we'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Why? Why must I be so hard? Why must I fail in every attempt at masonry? It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Mag Erad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline also. It's 877-711-5611. You will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. Dot com. Rich? Yes, sir. Dot com? (laughs) (laughs) You had plenty in there today. Okay. (laughs) I was just making sure. Got everybody get in there. Yes, Robbie? I have an email question for the guys. Go. Okay, I had a similar situation as Bob. I dripped white paint on my wood floor. We used mineral spirits very lightly on it, and it took it off. Our floor is an old cabin grade, which had to be waxed. I do have a question for the guys. They stopped making the cleaner for that type of floor, and I can't find the Bruce brand cleaner anymore. Do you guys have a product for her? Absolutely. First of all, what is an old cabin grade? Old cabin grade floor? Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably just a rustic character grade floor uh with, with a wax with a wax on with it the right. wax on it right. right which is why she was able to use mineral spirits to remove the paint and then she simply rewaxed it mm-hmm. which can be done because you can buff that wax back into the floor and you can kind of blend but you cannot do that with polyurethane so and do you guys even do a waxed floor anymore we do actually yeah periodically we'll we'll, we'll do uh we'll do a a, a wax I actually have some commercial clients where we still come in and wax their floors for them because the use is such, you know, they have such heavy use on their floors that it makes more sense for us to actually have a wax surface that we can come in and buff out periodically and just add a little bit of wax here and there. Go ahead, Robbie. Difference? What's a wax floor versus, uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember like grandmas, you know, used to always wax their floor. Yeah. yeah. What's the difference between wax and polyurethane and why has it changed? Because so, we used to walk around with candles all the time. It was a drip all over the floor. So it was easier just to buff that in. <laughs> Than to uh, actually put some different finish on. Ha ha. Okay. <laughs> I thought she was buying it. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so the the main difference is, you know, polyurethanes were were really invented to make maintenance uh, easier, and so polyurethanes dry hard. Okay, whereas wax actually remains malleable. So you can come back 10 years later and run your finger across that wax floor and you could still pick up wax on your finger. You can't do that with polyurethane. So polyurethane will actually completely uh, cure on the floor and then all the solvents will will cure out and then it's it's a hard surface. So it's durable. It's much more durable than wax, but it's non-buffable. So there's your sort of catch twenty two. You have a very clean wax. You can't clean polyurethane. Yeah, it's it's in the dictionary, Rich. Buffable. Non. Yeah, no, non hyphen buffable. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of terminology this morning, right? Oh, boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's relatively non buffable. There you go. <laughs> so, old floor had to be waxed. Now we put polyurethane to seal it to make it harder. What can she do now? For her hard for her wax floor. So she still has the wax floor. It sounds yes. like. Yes. Right? They yeah. stopped making the cleaner that she used to use. 
Do you guys have a product for her to use on this old cabin grade? Can you can you floor. use your Mr. Floor product? Yeah, she on a wet she floor? can she can. But you know our product is designed to to actually remove contaminants off the floor. So what it'll eventually do is it'll actually remove some of the wax off as well. So she'll need to reintroduce that wax. But as far as a cleaning uh, process goes, she can absolutely use our our cleaning products and then simply periodically re-wax her floor as she would anyway. Okay. So any cleaner is going to remove a little bit of that wax surface, right? Um, it, more or less, yes. I mean, any cleaner that's designed to do that sort of thing, I mean, ours is. So ours is designed to remove, you know, sort of debris and, and, and you know, any residue off of a polyurethane floor. But by definition, it will also then start to slowly remove the wax, but it'll remove the dirt that's caught in the wax as well. So she needs to clean it properly that way and then simply reintroduce clean wax back to the surface. Which product? Of yours to she, uh, she would use the Mr. Floor wood floor cleaner. And where would she get that? The easiest place to get it would be at uh, mrfloor.com. So www.mrfloor.com. And uh, she can purchase it right there. And uh, if she buys uh, 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 at, at least, if she spends $24 or more, it's free shipping nationally. So we actually have clients throughout the United States and we ship all over the place. And depending on where she's located, she can get it for free. And I didn't tell my one client you're going to be here today. So... The one that oh. she's obsessed with your she, she loves us. I know oh. that she comes home every day, every day. Yeah, and you get you have like a program where you sh- it ships out it's automatically. Auto ship. The yep. auto ship program. Yeah, yeah. And so she keeps one gallon in back order all the time on the shelf nice. in case it doesn't show up or there's a snowstorm and it doesn't because she shelf stock. <laughs> yes, yes, and. Every night she comes home. Her husband tells me this. She's like obsessed with this. She walks uh, around with your Swiffer and cleans the whole floor. floor. She she's her obsessed floor's got to look fantastic. So she's it's just like, spraying. It's like brand new. It's a year old now and yep. it's brand new. Nice. Spraying They're eight and inch thick now. She's worn them down. <laughs> yep. Yep. So so uh, absolutely, Robbie. She'll basically spritz it onto the floor and then use a. We have a dry microfiber mop that we sell as part of our kit, and basically she spritzes it and just walks the mop up and down. Yep. And that's the extent of it. It's very, very easy to use. And then you can take that mop head off and wash it and reuse yeah. it, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. See? Very cool. Okay. So thank you to Lula's mom. Lula's mom. Tallulah. Lula's Tallulah. Tallulah. Tallulah's. Okay. Got it. Mom. So. And we are also going to talk to Mr. Floor about the event that's coming up yes, Tuesday. That, that's where I was going next. Because we do have the president, Rich. Believe it or not, yes. we, ha- we have the president of the local Nari chapter in studio now too. You do? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Uh, who's that? Is that, that me? That'd be you, oh, man. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that, yeah, I got roped in. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> oh, it's just you go right down the path. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, we do have a huge event coming up this Tuesday night. Okay. Now, who put this plan together cuz this is an awesome plan. This is like a step up from um, from what you guys normally do. Well, in, in talks with uh, partners at NKBA and with uh, Home Builders Association of Greater Chicago, we put together this event where members from all of our chapters are all going to be there. Vendors from all of our chapters are going to be there. We've got 68 vendors going to be at this event. It's incredible. We've got over 200 attendees already coming Sounds to like the event. Sounds like a lot better than the ones we used to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a step. It's an upgrade. It's it's, it it's, a, upgrade. it's a bit of an upgrade. Yeah, we've we've got some outstanding raffle prizes. So if you are in the industry, yep, Tuesday night at Leventina in Bensonville on Devon, 
from 4 to 8.30. We're having this event. It's a vendor night. At 4 o'clock, we're actually having a continuing education program. Okay. Uh, that education program is on basically um, aging in place. Okay. How to, how to deal with it. So it, it's going to be a great event. Really looking forward to it. Um, you can register at narychicago.com. N-A-R-I Chicago dot yes. com or dot org? Dot org. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. N-A-R-I Chicago dot, dot org. And uh, sign up there. And if you are if you don't have a company, just put down Mighty House and uh, and and, we'll, and then Aaron will pay for your, your ticket. Everybody's welcome, right? I mean, yeah. we're not going to turn anybody away, right? No. Oh, no. There no, come on out. And come what up. time does the floor open if you just want to do the floor? Five o'clock. What time is Ron going to get there? It's for those who want to go see Ron. <laughs> Ron, what time are you going to get there? For we'll, people? Be, we'll be there around 5 o'clock, a little, maybe a little earlier. Who's we'll, we? You and me. Oh. Yeah, it's my understanding that the yeah. two of you guys are going to be walking around to the booths. and Yeah, we're yeah, going to do, do some Facebook Live stuff on the Mighty House page. It'll be outstanding. And for those of you vendors who are listening, we will hit the booths that offer freebies first. <laughs> because how many vendors are there going to be? 68. We might not be able to hit every vendor. Oh, there are no. 68. So if you have a freebie on your desk. No. Aaron already said the only way we're allowed to do that is if we start at Mr. Floor's booth first. That'll be table number 25. <laughs> That's so, okay. Mr. Floor always has freebies. Yeah. They got freebies. We got the best freebies. What are you, you talking do. about? You do. You have the pads of paper. We give out you free hugs. You have the, uh, oh, the Chicago Bulls okay. bags. We have the bags. We have yeah. pens. Yes. We have mugs. Free hugs. <laughs> hugs. Hugs. Yes. <laughs> hugs. Whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. So Ron will be there Tuesday. Email Robbie, me. Robbie will be there also on Tuesday. Robbie at MightyHouse.net if you want more information. That's it. And we got our cameraman right there, too. Mm-hmm. I'm e- ready to go. E- Igor's, Igor's the cameraman. He loves Igor is eager. <laughs> I got the steady cam ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so one more time for the vendor's night. Uh, and if you're a contractor, you definitely want to show up. Uh, it's, a, it's a great organization to get involved with, and you'll, you'll meet a lot of great different people there too, all different levels. You'll find really large companies in there, and then you find uh, little one-man operations, and, and everybody in between. So um, there's there's going to be someone there that's had your issue. If you've got a problem, you need some help with it. There's going to be someone there that's that knows what you're going through and and can help you through it and say, well, here's how I did it, <coughs> right? And or here's how for- I did it, and don't do it this way. If you're looking for new subs or something like that, you'll yep. find the vendors out there that'll help you out. Yep, and uh, manufacturers. There's yep. manufacturers there too, so it'll, it's a it's a great event. So, so it's 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 both networking, educational, informational. Yep. I mean, all of the above. I mean, well, you know, if you're in the trades, if you're in the in the industry, right? I mean, it, this is the place to be. I think it, on Tuesday night, it's Absolutely. a no brainer. Where yeah. is it again? It is at Leventina in Bensonville, okay. off of Devon. I don't have the exact address here in front of me. But actually, can... I do. It yeah. is uh, eight fifty Devon Avenue. Eight fifty Devon Avenue in Bensonville. In Bensonville. Okay. Uh, the continuing education class starts at four. Four o'clock. Okay. All right. Good. And the floor opens at five. Floor opens at five. Excellent. And uh, sw- stop out there and uh, you know, s- say hi. It'll Absolutely. Be, it'll be a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, Mr. Floor will be there and uh, a bunch of other good people. So uh, we got two minutes left here. What what, do you wanna, what else do you guys want to cover? Floors. Floors, of course. <laughs> we want to cover the world. <laughs> you want to cover Chicagoland's floors. Exactly. 
with tile, with carpet. Igor loves carpet. So if you want carpet in your house, call Mr. Floor, ask for Igor. And I will happily hand you right over to Aaron. <laughs> Thank you very much. You we'll guys, take very good care of you. Are you still the official Chicago Bulls floor thing? Uh, we are not. No. We are not. No longer. What? Yeah. You need yeah. to have a Bulls team first. You have to have a yeah, professional we, basketball team. We decided team. to let the Bulls kind of get their feet back under them, and then we're going to... We're, we're going to you know, <gasps> talk to them again, yeah. <laughs> I remember going to a Bulls game and seeing the Mr. Floor guys out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we were corporate sponsors for uh, about five years. Yeah. And, um, you know, they took a little break. We took a little break. They stunk. I mean... Nah, they, they they're getting do. they're getting better. Yeah, they're, they're getting <laughs> they, right. they got a young team, so yeah. we're we're excited for them. And uh, yeah, all right, cool. So. All right, well, I appreciate you guys. And if somebody wanted to stop by your showroom or or uh, give you guys a call, how do they do that? Uh, well, our showroom is now by appointment only Monday through Friday, but Saturday we're there from eight thirty to three. Okay. Um, anytime during the week, just give us a call at eight four seven six seven four seven five zero zero. And we can make an appointment to meet you there. And I think it's uh, MrFloor.com. MrFloor.com. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Great to be Thanks, here. Guys. Thanks, guys. Clutter Clarity next. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. You see this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm going to find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can also uh, check us out at Patreon, Patreon.com slash MightyHouse. We've got uh, unique... Um, videos and stuff posted up there unique information you want a checklist on how to remodel your kitchen your bathroom we've got all that posted there at patreon.com slash mighty house and we're giving away the klein tools there and this month is the multi-tool so uh you can join us there patreon.com slash mighty house somebody wanted a newsletter rich how can they do that mm, go right over to mightyhouse.net click on the contact us page first and last name email address scroll on down on the bottom and click on Boom, done. Boom, shakalaka, right there. You can there give it, it is. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. There you go. Uh, are, are we ready? Sir, yes, sir. Or do we need to like drag this out because you don't have a lot, or do you have a lot for the next segment here? I could talk about anything, right, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> all right yep. yep uh you can watch us on youtube and catch up on uh, older clutter clarity segments if you missed them and you can if you watch us on youtube hit the subscribe button and then there's like a little bell right next to it click on that and that'll notify you of any new postings we put up there we've also got all of the uh the the how to build in florida hurricane stuff that rich is doing and he posted up another segment this week so uh, we've got that listed up there too so, mm -hmm. and we've got even playlists. So you can go to the playlist and click on Florida hurricane building, you know, building in Florida, hurricane code, and it'll just start playing all of those uh, back to back. And you can watch the whole series right there. So YouTube is, uh, with mighty house radio show is what you want to look for. And with that, with no more ado, ado, because no more ado, because soon tight. Thank <laughs> you.
you have a disarrangement disorder, can't seem to get that jumbled hodgepodge pile of chaos in one place? Maybe it's time for a little disposal, a little cleanup, a little eradication, evacuation, liquidation, and purgeification. Here's Robbie with a tip, and I'll put some neatness into your disorder. This is Clutter Clarity on Mighty House. Save me from this prison. Lord, help me get away. Why are you shaking your head? Because only you can save me now from this misery. Oh, because I was over here? I've been lost in my own place, and I'm getting weary. How far is heaven? I know that I need to change my ways of living. How far is heaven? Lord, can you tell me? All right. What I can tell you is Clutter Clarity is powered by Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. Look, I can use this one. And I can just walk around. Oh, here I am. Okay, so I was thinking this week about the stress that clutter, clutter causes a person, a relationship, a family, and oh. wanted to talk a little bit about that because it does. I'm working with a family who I hope is not, not listening. listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are a lot of issues in the family. Um, they want Lot, lots of siblings, uh, marital. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, they want to sell the house and get out. Um, there's a lot going on in the neighborhood and they think that that's, you know, part of the problem, like, um, cursed block, you know, a lot of bad things have happened in the neighborhood. So okay. they think, you know, they need to get out. Um, but there's also a lot going on with in the household and so when I walk through it, I see just clutter and just, it's just, you walk in and everything weighs on you. So I've been working with them for a couple months now, about once a week for a couple months. And as things are getting better, I'm always asking, you know, how's the relationship? Because people talk to me, you know, I'm in their house, I'm seeing all kinds of things and people tend to open up and talk. Uh-huh. Well, you know what, this is happening with my marriage this is happening with the kids, you know, so we always talk about... You put your therapist hat on. I put my therapist hat on. And, and then you take off your clutter hat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So we talk about things like that. It's funny. People are like, oh, my therapist, I charge, you know, pays $150 an hour for my therapist, but uh-huh. you're much cheaper than that. I'm like, thank you. Um, so I always say, you know, how are things going with your husband? Oh, nice. I'm sorry. It's part of... Nosy Nelly. No, it just is because... That's just the whole part of it. You know, okay. when you walk in and somebody starts telling you the first time they meet you about the issues that they're having, <laughs> and then I'm like, well, maybe it's because of, so this husband spends a lot of time, I might have talked about this before, in the basement. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe it's because there's no room anywhere else, and they could have their own little area downstairs. And this week she said, you know what, he's starting to come out from the basement a lot. But I look in their dining room, and there's the table is clear. Mm-hmm. So there's a place to sit down. The kids can do homework. And so I have a funny feeling that once we've gone through the whole house, it's going to be a lot better. So what I did is I looked at psychology today 
And there's an article on why mess leads to so much stress. Okay. So I wanted to talk about that briefly. Clutter bombards our minds with excessive stimuli, visual, olfactory, tactile, causing our senses to work overtime on stimuli that aren't necessary or important. And that is so true when you walk into a place and you just see a mess, how it affects you. Mm -hmm. Um, Clutter distracts us by drawing our attention away from what our focus should be on. So if it should be on relaxing with your family or relaxing with your husband and he or she walks in the door and it's like, couldn't you pick up this? Why did you leave this here? You know, leave me alone. I'll take care of this. There's so much stress going on. It makes it more difficult to relax both, both physically and mentally. And my computer just went out. There we go. And I've heard that many times before that people are just mentally fatigued by looking at the stress that's all around them. Uh, clutter makes us anxious because we're never sure what it's going to take to get through to the bottom of the pile. I am that way with paperwork. Sometimes I think, you know, I know this sounds kind of crazy. Maybe I need to analyze myself, but that's what I have Rich for. Rich is going to analyze me. I think, wow, what would I do with all my time if all my paperwork was done? Uh-huh. I actually sometimes think that. Like, I think that sometimes the paperwork is keeping me from doing other things that I really want to do. Maybe I would travel the world if I didn't have this pile of paperwork, but maybe I'm scared to travel the world. Therefore, I never will because I have this pile of paperwork. Right. You've How's... always got something to do. Yes. So you have a reason not to go. Exactly. Gotcha. And maybe other people are holding on to things too. Um, our brains are signaling to us with all the clutter that our work is never done. So uh, this is what psychology today is saying. Our brains are, st- I hope this isn't a client just telling me, oh my gosh, why are you talking about me? Because I'm getting dinged at the same time. Clutter creates feelings of guilt. I should be more organized and embarrassment, especially when others unexpectedly drop by our homes or workspaces. Have you ever had somebody meet you at the door and say, hey, I'll be out in just a minute. Just wait on the porch. It's because they're the awkward, not an embarrassment. It's just an awkward situation to have somebody come in and see how you actually are living. Uh, It inhibits creativity and productivity by invading the open spaces that allow most people to think, to brainstorm, and to problem solve. That's what I was saying about the dining room table. If you don't have a space to just sit down with your studies, your homework, your art project, your books, last thing that they say, clutter frustrates us by preventing us from locating what we need quickly. Files, paperwork, the keys, you know, the bills to pay, things like this. This is all according to psychology today. You too can get help unclutter. We could talk about how to do it next week. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. 